Overcomers, amen, amen. I'm an overcomer, amen. Thank God it's Friday. And guess which Friday, the last Friday of the month, when every one of us come together again as overcomers to worship God. I'm going to be a little bit uh, brief. May the Lord help me. I'm looking tonight at overcomers as a righteous man. You know, you have overcomers that have overcome several things, but the only way I can put it forth is overcomer, an overcomer as a righteous man. A righteous man or an overcomer as a righteous man is someone that lives a right or just life, holding on or trusting God in everything he does. I thank God today that I'm an, I'm an overcomer. Someone that lives a right or just life. Someone that holds on or keeps on trusting God in everything that he does. An overcomer is someone, number two, that, is all, that always loves, love, someone that always loves to please or live a life to please God and continue to do his will. All this I'm giving to us, you can see some of them in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 4. If time permits, I'm going to open to that. Just write it, First Thessalonians chapter 4. You can see someone that is living a holy life that is an overcomer. Characteristics of an overcomer. Always love to please or live a life to please God and continue to do His will. Someone that keeps himself sanctified. Able to control his or her own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Talking about an overcomer. Looking at it from, the, uh, uh, from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1 to a particular verse there. An overcomer is a worshiper of God who continue to live a holy life. And I believe that we are one. Amen. Someone that is daily life win the respect of or someone that positively influence outsider. I.e. someone that reflects God's glory. An overcomer. Someone who works faithfully with God. Someone who takes delight in the Lord and finds favor before him. And you can see this in Genesis 6, 8, Psalm 37, 4, Psalm 37, 23, and Psalm 37, 24. An example of an overcomer, if we only look at one tonight. And that takes us to the account of the man Noah in the book of Genesis chapter 6. After hearing this little tonight, I believe that everyone will want to be an overcomer. Paradventure sins have been pursuing you. You will deny living a sinful life and start to live an overcomer's life. 
and I seal it up that it shall come to pass. An overcomer is not someone that continues to sin and expect grace to abound. An, an overcomer is someone that lives a sanctified life and that wants to please God at all times. So you cannot avoid to walk in the way of sinner or sit in the seat of mockers. An overcomer is someone that worships God. The account of Noah and his family. As I'll be reading shortly, one of the things that makes Noah a righteous man or an overcomer is written in the Bible, said Noah was, in that Genesis chapter 6, said Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time. And he walked faithfully with God. He was a righteous man who walked faithfully with God. The Bible actually stressed it and said, in the midst of a corrupt and sinful world like we are today, like ours today, Noah was found faithful and obedient before God. Can I ask us this question tonight? Are we walking faithfully? Are we walking in obedience to God and to his commands? If your answer is a little bit clumsy, I pray that the Almighty God will bring us back to basis tonight in Jesus' name. Because when we gave our life to Christ, you see the way that we handle the word of God that has been spoken about tonight, the way we walk the walk of faith, the way we join saints of God to worship, the way we do things in God, is, is people, some call it crazy, but it's good to be crazy for the Lord. And I pray that if someone is not in that tonight, that God will bring us back to basis. If now you have begun to walk in the ways of sinners and sit in the seat of mockers, now your delight is no more in the word of God, and you are doing the things that you like, the Lord Almighty will bring you back to basis. God called Noah and told him all about his plan to destroy the earth. A righteous man will always hear from God. God will never hide from a righteous man what he wants to do with his people or what he wants to do with him. So because Noah was known as a righteous man, God visited him in his own time. May we have angelic visitation. May God visit us in the name of Jesus. God told him to build an ark. A righteous man will always carry out the command of the Lord. God told Noah to build an ark and to warn many about the coming disaster as the scripture also is direct, uh, direct and warns us today and many other warnings. Are we heeding to the warnings of God as, righteous, as a righteous man or righteous people? Let's quickly have the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 20. Because God instructed Noah to go and speak to the people. And because he was living a righteous life and obedient to God, he was able to do it. Go to verse 19. Let's see first. 
Go to 18. Let me start from that 18. He said, For Christ died for the sins once for all. The righteous for the unrighteous. To bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. Yes? Through whom also he went and preached to the Spirit in prison. Who who disobeyed long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah, while the ark was being built. In it, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through waters. This man of God, Noah, was referenced again in the New Testament about the work that God has sent him to do. Can I ask us this question tonight? Are we actually looking back to the death of Christ on the cross of Calvary? Are we thinking about those words that he spoke on that cross, saying it is finished? At that time, because he could not take it any longer. He said, it is finished. That is, all our pains are finished. All shyness is finished. All uh, bad habits is finished. So that we can now be enthroned with him and sit with him in the right hand of the Father. To be doing what he has sent us to do. When we are seated with him in in his right hand in the heavenly places, guess what? He will send us places. Are we going out like uh, uh, Noah to speak to the people about the coming of the Lord? Are we going out to, to take the word of God as we have been told today to many that have not even heard it? We are talking about China. We are talking about many other places. But in this country here, there are people that do not hear, that have not heard the word of God. May our prayers be that the Lord will send us to the right people on a regular basis. Hallelujah. God has sent us an errand. And we must not shy away from his errand. We must bring it to pass as Noah did. God called Noah and told him all about his plan to destroy the earth. We have heard about this. Luke spoke about it. Many other scriptures spoke about it. About God's plan to come back again. But many are not taking it seriously. They are just sitting down on those words. From tonight, may the Lord activate his words in our lives. And jumpstart us like we kick a car. So that we can move. We can be on the move for him. God told him to build an ark. And to warn many about the coming disaster. As the scripture also directs or warns us. What makes Noah a righteous man? Before I go to round up tonight to look at what makes Noah a righteous man, I'll first of all read that scriptures so that we can have full understanding. And when we leave, I know it's a, it's a popular scripture that everybody knows, but uh, if we don't read it on a regular basis, like the woman of God said, we have the word of God, but not everyone reads the word of God. Every time we have opportunity to preach it, we don't, I don't want to just preach it and just teach you about it without reading it tonight, so that we can 
now understand fully some other things that I might be omitting or I might have omitted, that I might have been omitted through my speech tonight. Genesis chapter 6. When human beings began to increase in number on the earth, as we continue to do till today, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of human were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with human forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be a hundred and twenty. I want you to underline that. Why are we so faithless sometimes that we don't even believe this hundred and twenty? We are not only faithless, but sometimes because of our, our attitude to life, some cannot reach this age that is talking about here. Before that, that chapter, chapter 5, you will read things like somebody lived 777 years and they died. This lived so so and so number of years, had so so number of children and grandchildren and they died. So the years were more. But in this time of Noah, it was written that their days will be 120. Look at the way the days were caught because of our sins. God is raising forth more righteous people. Hallelujah. So that we will not be 70 and say, the Bible will say 70. No. He said 100 and what? 20. May the Lord, anyone that is living up to these years, may the Lord gracefully give that person grace. Won't be 120 and you don't hear what you are saying. And you are just, people are praying that you should go. Do you understand? Even some are not up to that. They have been killed with different kinds of diseases. And sometimes all these diseases come because of what we eat, because what we are feeling our belly with, we eat anyhow, we do things anyhow, and sometimes it comes because of sin. I'm not saying that we are living, but I'm prophesying that we will live 120 years. Amen? amen. If you like, go answer amen. <laughs> If God permits me, I will live that year. Amen. My grandmother lived 109. She couldn't make it up to 120. But uh, if God permits, because things are different, you know, in our age today. You are seeing wonders. This might be one of the wonders that you will continue with. You will be seeing later in life. He said the Nephilim were on earth in those days and also afterwards. When the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old men renowned. The Lord saw how great the wilderness of human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. This is the only reason why we will not leave uh, even beyond uh, some years that I don't want to mention. When our heart is evil all the time. May the Lord help us and cleanse us from all our iniquities. 
talking about overcomers. You cannot allow your heart to be evil as an overcomer. The peace of God is the only thing that rests with you. Said the Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth. And his heart was deeply troubled. May the Lord not regret about you in the name of Jesus. May he not regret for creating me too in the name of Jesus. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created. And with them the animals, the birds, the creatures that move along the ground. For I regret that I have made them. The Lord will not regret for making us. Even those things that he has made provision for to satisfy a man, he took them away. Look at what happened in, in the time of creation. The earth was void. Nothing was there. But his spirit was there. And through the spirit of God, everything was bad. And it came to pass. Let there be this. It came to pass. And God said, it is good. So everything God created was good. No sin, no evil, nothing whatsoever. But when evil started in the heart of man, that's when man regretted. May God not regret about you that he has created. May he not regret about us. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Can I add to it? Another characteristic of a righteous man is someone that finds favor before God. May we find favor before him in Jesus' name. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man. You are looking at an example of a righteous man. There are many men of God in the scripture that were righteous. But we are just looking at Noah as our own example tonight. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his race, and he walked faithfully with God, characteristic of an overcomer. An overcomer who is righteous will be blameless among the people of his time, and he will walk faithfully with God. And because of the faithfulness of God, God gave Noah three children. It's very surprising that when you get to the book of Genesis chapter 9, you will read about this man that has been called righteous. He sinned before God. There's tendency for us to be a righteous man or a righteous woman and you sin before him. And guess what sin? Noah's used the grace that God has given to him. The wealth that God has given to him. Every provision that God has given to him to sin against God. When you get home, read it. That's why the, we have the Bible. Genesis chapter 9. Which brought a curse today to the Canaanites. May the Lord help us. So you can be a righteous man. But if you sin, you can bring curse on your head. And that is what I'm saying tonight. Who is an overcomer? An overcomer is one that, has worked, that, that, that is working blamelessly before God. Is someone that is faithful. 
I'm still going to mention some of it to you when I start to show us who a righteous man is. We'll be able to see it. Then you'll be able to weigh yourself and see. Is it because I come to church that I'm righteous? Is it because I come to prayer meetings that I'm righteous? Is it because I'm one of the people that come to Bible study every Tuesday or every Wednesday that makes me righteous? No. God is looking at the heart. Sometimes we are looking at the face and activities. But I come tonight to say to us, God is looking into our hearts. And I want us to judge ourselves here tonight if you are righteous. Is it because you are coming to overcomers meeting that you are an overcomer? Is it because you have a testimony to give all the time that makes you an overcomer? No. God is looking at the heart. So Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons. These are benefits of of a righteous person. God will bless you. We bless the fruit of your womb. We bless the work of your hands. We bless your going out. We bless your coming in. We bless you in everything that you lay your hands to do. You will prosper. Benefit of a righteous man. That is what makes you, you, a righteous man don't struggle. Before you call on God, he answers you. A righteous man. A righteous man don't struggle with the word of God because you have made yourself partaker of people that jointly worship God and study the word of God. You have made yourself available. Bible studies, everything. So when there is problem, you know the right word that gives you right. And then you'll be able to come out as a righteous person. May the Lord grant us understanding of what God is saying tonight. He said Noah was a righteous man because he walked faithfully with God. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. A righteous man does not involve himself with the world. A righteous man is, is not a, a, a worldly person. A righteous man is not someone that goes after the fashion of the world. This is the fashion that is coming out now. So that people's head will break. A righteous man does not do that. A righteous man does not live a, a flamboyant life. So that you can show off. A righteous man don't show off. A righteous man humbles himself. A righteous man reflects God at all times so that he can lead many to righteousness. Then such a person will be crowned with God's own glory. So when the earth was corrupt in God's sight and full of violence like what we see today is a righteous that the Lord will send to deliver the world. Are you ready to deliver the world? Then you'll be that righteous person. God saw how corrupt the earth had become. For all the people on earth has corrupted their ways. All the people of the earth, they've corrupted their ways. But a righteous man will not corrupt his or her own way. Amen? So God said to Noah, God found Noah as a righteous man even when the whole world was corrupted. 
Even when they were violent. Even when things were going way wire. God saw Noah as a righteous man. And God said to Noah, God said to Noah, he will not hide himself from a righteous man. He will always speak to a righteous man through the scripture, through, the, uh, 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 through dreams, through visions, through uh, uh, the word of God, as you read the word of God. So God met with Noah because he was a righteous man. And God spoke to Noah. God spoke to Samuel as well. Hallelujah. Someone that is dedicated to God. He's a righteous man. God said, I'm going to put an end to all people. You will be the first as a righteous person to know the secret of God. Amen. God spoke to Noah in the midst of corruption and violence and terrible things happening on earth in his time. I'm going to put an end to all people. For the earth is filled with violence. Because of them, I'm surely going to destroy both them and the earth. I'm going to destroy both them and who? The earth. Noah was in the earth. But God picked Noah because he knows that Noah has lived a good lifestyle before him. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This, static, uh, uh, this is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it. Noah went through an engineering work, carpentry, engineering, whatever you call it, architectural. Immediately God started training Noah. A righteous man will be taught from above. Hallelujah. The earth is to be this um, a height. Make a roof for it. Leave below the roof an opening, one cubit high, all around. Put a door. In the side of the ark. And make lower, middle and upper deck. I respect those that build arcs today. Or sheep. Or plain today. This is the great understanding of God. Hallelujah. But as a righteous man. God will always direct you to have the best. I'm going to bring flood water on the earth. To destroy all life. Under the heavens. Every creature that has. The breath of life in it. Everything on earth will what? Perish. But I will establish my covenant with you. I will establish my covenant with you. God is still establishing his covenant with righteous men and women today. And you will enter the ark. God promised every righteous man safety. Safety in the midst of turbulence. He said, and you will what? You will not what? Perish. Says your neighbor, neighbor. God promised righteous men or women today. With a covering and security. Hallelujah. 
But I will establish my covenant with you and you will enter the ark. You and your sons. The righteous is covered with their families. Hallelujah. He said, you and your sons and your wife, your sons, your wife, and with you. You are to bring into the earth two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Two of every kind. Even God has grace on all the animals. So they were coming in twos into the ark. They were made, uh, they were, Noah was to prepare them. Move along the ground, will come to you to, to be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Even God made provision. In the time of disaster. What qualifies Noah as a righteous man? said, Noah did everything just. Just as God commanded him. A righteous man will do everything as God has commanded him to do. The Lord then said to Noah, go into the ark, you and your whole family. A righteous man is safe with his family. But peradventure, God is put over you, a household, a righteous man, and the family are walking way wire or anything, because this family, if you, if, as you continue to read, you begin to see that there are families that are attached to the righteous man. They are also living a righteous life with their, with their head, with their father. And they were doing the, the Lord's will. So the covenant of God upon Noah was upon them as well. So I'm not surprised. You know, when I'm teaching the women, I said to them that, especially leaders' wives, when I teach them about from this, from this uh, uh, part of the Bible, you will see that the names of, the, of Noah's wife was not mentioned. But each time that they're making references, you begin to see, and his wife, and his wife. May that be us in the name of Jesus. To a covenant uh, 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 someone, a man that God has made covenant with, if the family will only join together to love God, to do the things of God, to be righteous, they will not be left behind. But guess what? But if they refuse to, you will be left behind. Because the reason why uh, uh, Noah was able to take the family was because the family were in tune with him. They were in tune with him. If the music was not right in this family, if the family were play, playing a different tune, it would spoil the whole show. Maybe it would have been only Noah. So I'm talking to overcomers to, tonight. People that have overcome. By the word of God and by the testimony of the word that are going to reign with him supreme. We are covenant people and we must take heed to what we are hearing tonight. The Lord then said to Noah, he said, Noah did everything just as God commanded him. And because Noah did everything, the family also did everything as Noah was commanding them. Then the Lord said to Noah, go into the ark, you and your whole family, you and your whole family. Because I have found you righteous in this generation. A righteous man is one that God himself finds righteous. Take with you seven pairs of 
all kinds of clean animals. He, he mentioned them there. Because of time, I'll be skipping them. There are various kind, uh, va- there are various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now, I will send rain on the earth for 40 days. He will not, as a righteous man, God will not keep his secrets from you. He will always tell you his secrets. And I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I have made. God is a jealous God when it comes to disobedience. Amen. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. You can see every time. Noah did all. 6.22, Noah did all. 7.5, and Noah did all. An obedient person is a righteous man. Noah was 600 years old when the flood came on the earth. Mark that age. Amen. And Noah and his sons and his wife. Noah, you know, the names of the sons were mentioned. But the wife's name was not mentioned. But because the wife tied to the man of God, he was able to follow the man of God in obedience and following the man of God to do the right thing. I'm talking to people that are privileged to be married to men of God. When I talk about men of God, I'm not only talking about pastors. I'm talking about every man in the house, you are a man of God. Hallelujah. If you you have that opportunity to be married to a Christian man, you are a man of God as a Christian man. A lot of Christian women take Christian men for granted and vice versa. Some also take uh, Christian wives for granted. May such people not be here in the name of Jesus. But there is something about Noah's wife. Each time that she's mentioned, her name was not mentioned, but it says Noah's wife. Amen? So that shows that this wife did not take her husband for granted. He says here, Noah was, uh, 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 and Noah and his sons and his wife, underline it, and his sons' wives, so those of you that have become in-laws now, Don't take your mother-in-laws for granted. Don't take your father-in-laws for granted. There are many people, they take Christian mother-in-law and Christian father-in-law for granted. When you are married to a home, love that home with your family. Amen? And the Lord will help you. I have a very good time with my mother-in-law. And mother-in-laws, don't take your daughter's-in-law or your son's-in-law, don't take them for granted. Because you might not enter the ark. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. All these things will be taking uh, charge of. If we take anyone for granted, take your daughter-in-law for granted, take your son-in-law for granted, or vice versa. Daughter-in-laws take their mother-in-laws for granted. Ah, she's in God. She knows how to pray. And when I hurt her, she's going to forgive me easily. Wow. God is there looking. God is looking by His Spirit. Looking everywhere. Hallelujah. Looking to see that you are doing good to each other. If the daughter-in-laws of Noah did not act faithfully or are not righteous, they will not enter the ark. I believe God is speaking to righteous people tonight. If you are daughter-in-law, you must be righteous. If you are mother-in-law, you must be righteous. 
If you are father-in-law, you must be righteous. If you are father of the household, you must be righteous. Amen? What makes you righteous is that you will do everything that God is saying that you should do. And one of the things that he's saying that we should do is that mothers should love their children. You must not make them angry. Mother-in-law, love your uh, daughter-in-law. Don't make that. Daughter-in-law, don't make your mother-in-law angry. Father-in-law, vice versa. Because I'm not one-sided here. If not, son will not enter the ark. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about only when Jesus will come. Even on earth, the benefit of a mother or daughter-in-law, you will not reap it. You know, as the, the son-in-law, that is a prayer that the woman will be praying for you because you married her son. As father-in-law, there is a prayer that the father-in-law will be praying for you because you married from this family. But if you are the wayward one, that is not righteous. You just live the life you want. The daughter-in-law, you have been trained, maybe your mother has trained you from your home, but when you get into the family, you now take it for granted. This is how I like to look. Ah, look, we are going to church. This is the way, no. No, I'm not going to church today, and that's what I want to do. Before we know it, you have pulled your wife from the church, or you pull your husband from the church. Before we know it, you have made your mother-in-law to continue to be sinning, because hatred has come into their heart. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. So this family, it was mentioned that even the wife, even the in-laws that did well were, were, were escaped. He said his wife and his sons, and his sons' wives, they entered the ark. May we be good people tonight in the name of Jesus. They entered the ark to escape the water of the flood. There are many things that are flooding all over our lives. If we want to escape and not be in this flood, because there is a greater flood coming. But we are tested by this little, little flood that is all around us. There are some things that represent flood in our lives. If you don't want to go into such floods, you must be righteous in God in the name of Jesus. We don't want to be praying all the time. Pray for me, Pastor. Pray for me. We don't know what's wrong with you. But because of your disobedience, because you are not living a righteous life, you have to be the one we are praying for all the 24-7. May that not be you in the name of Jesus. And even animals are privileged to get into Noah's ark. They enter the ark, both male and female, and God, as God has commanded Noah. And after the seven days, the flood came on the earth. On the thirteenth day, it says here again, on that day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife, together with his wife, and the wives of his three sons. Are your name mentioned for evil? Are your name mentioned for unrighteousness? In the time of Noah, the wives of his sons were mentioned here. Are you troublemaker that have gone into someone else's family? Before they marry you, you are the most precious. Now you are married, you don't listen anymore. May the Lord give you ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying tonight. Because when they were mentioned, he said, the wives, that is the obedient ones, the righteous ones, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal according to its kinds and all the rest of that. 
But what I want us to bring, what I want to bring out tonight is that Noah and his family, his extended family, not only one for extended family, may God give us a bright and Christian home in the name of Jesus. Because Noah was a righteous man, we can see the account that was given concerning him. Before I go to the next said in that chapter 8, verse 15, we are looking at the example of a righteous man. The household, from one generation to the next generation, to the next generation, third, fifth generation, they will begin to reap the good work of the righteous man. Because of the type of foundation that has been laid. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife. Are people taking their wives for granted? If you are, you repent tonight. Because when, when God will come down to speak, when you are married, is your wife first. Apostle spoke it here at the wedding yesterday. That's the only portion that a man has upon this earth. Your wife. Ecclesiastic 9.9. It's only your wife. And if you are a father, when they mention your wife, they mention your children. If you are a father-in-law or someone that has got another generation, when they mention the father, they mention the mother, they mention your in-laws. If you are a bad in-law, there is no way you can enter into the benefit of the family that you have gone into. May we not be in-laws that bring curse. Upon our family. Any in-law that makes them to, to, to regret. Ah, when my daughter was with me, there was no problem. This girl was really, but since he married, may that not be your portion. When my son was with me, there was no problem. Since he married this girl, there was a problem. Ah, may that not be your portion. May that not be your portion. May God grant us the grace to be able to react in various ways. I can speak about this thing that I'm talking about tonight because I thank God for the in-law that God, the, the mother-in-law God gave to me. Even in my mistake. That's why I said, if I have any in-law now, I better know how to manage their mistakes as well. Because at the time I was just laughing, you know, that type of laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. I said, my mother-in-law tolerated me for this. Even I said stupid things. She tolerated me. Wow. I began to bless her. Because she will be begging me too. Have you ever seen? <laughs> hey, Lord have mercy. I just want to thank God for my stupidity. She will beg me. You might not have that kind of mother-in-law. So my, because she's a Christian woman. What makes you a righteous woman? That's what I'm talking about tonight. Because she was a righteous woman, even she knows that what I'm saying, they're wrong. But in them, she really encouraged me. She encouraged me. She encouraged me. When I'm wrong, when I'm right, I looked. I said, can anybody do this to me? And I take it now. No, 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 no. But thank God for the grace of being righteous. She was a righteous woman. She tolerated me. I'm not saying that I did bad, 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 bad thing. No, don't look at me like that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a disobedient uh, daughter-in-law. My mother-in-law has the best that she ever needed in life. I brought peace to her. But I'm talking about those little simple mistakes. They are stupid mistakes. Like things like, let, let me give you an example. Because I'm like a catalyst at that time, or catalyst or whatever you call it. My father-in-law is a very strong-willed man. Our boss is very good though. Thank God. 
She will not do anything. I just hear. Sorry, Papa. I say, sorry, Papa. Okay. When Papa leaves the place, I say, what have you done wrong that you are saying sorry? <laughs> you know that kind of a thing. She's a woman of peace. I didn't, she didn't do it to me. She didn't do anything wrong. And Papa will come and beg, you know. She will say, sorry, Papa. I let Papa go because me, I can't confront that. I say, Papa, what? I say, my mom, because I call her my mother, Mommy, what have you done wrong that you are saying sorry? Me, I can't say sorry for not doing wrong. Ah. <laughs> because we have nice time together. Then she said to me, ah, you will say sorry many, many more times. So when you see me saying sorry now, they have prayed for me already. <laughs> Even when I'm right or when I'm wrong, I'm saying sorry. Not that apostles, but ah, you can't compare apostles with the dad. Apostles that can give you anything you need for life and for good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give you anything you want from. But when that thing comes on me, I say, everybody's begging. I can't beg. But Mama prayed for me that you will beg. And today I'm begging. Even when I'm right and when I'm wrong. That shows a righteous person. It's not today that I know that the man of God, people always come around him. I know it before I got married. Sometimes he will just come to the house because I'm in the house. Mom, I need to eat fresh, fresh fish now. Come into my car. I'll take you to the place. Then get me the fresh fish. Ah, every time you are getting fresh fish to cook. Then I said to my mother, I said, me, I can't be going to buy fresh fish. Oh. She prayed for me. Say, ah, you will buy it when the time comes. I'm still buying fresh fish now. Thank God for freezer. I have them there that I can quickly defrost and uh, bring it out to make because I said, what, we have food at home, but he said, what I want to eat now is fresh fish. I, must, I say, you only you that can marry a person. We eat that fresh fish. Do you get what I'm trying to tell you? That's a righteous mother. Each time I'm saying I can't do something, you tell me, <laughs> you will do it in Jesus' name. So I'm doing it today. A righteous mother-in-law. It will encourage you even in, those, in that area that you don't know. I don't know. That's why you see me, I'm encouraging people too now. Collected the, is it Banton, you call it, and I'm passing it on as I run, run the race. May the Lord help us to be righteous. So when Noah, anytime Noah is mentioned here, if we mention you as a man, we can mention your wife, your wife, alongside with you, there is a problem. When we are always seeing you, the man, 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 we can't see the woman with you. There is a problem. Are you listening to me? May God make us righteous in Jesus' name. Amen. Then God said to Noah, come out of the ark. You and your wife and your sons and their wives. You know, sometimes you read these things, you don't read it into detail. Everything is detailed here. It's not only Noah that entered the ark. Even households, animals, were privileged to go with Anua. Bring out every kind of living creature that is with you. The birds, the animals, and all the creatures that moves along the ground. So they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase in number on it. So Noah came out together with his sons his wives, 
his son's wives, all the animals and all the creatures that moves along the ground and all the birds, everything that moves on the land came out of the ark, one kind after the other. Then the Lord built an altar to the... Uh, then Noah built an altar to the Lord and, talking, and taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offering on it. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I cross the ground because of human, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. We quote this scripture, lovely, lovely quoting them, but there are some obedience behind that scripture. That takes me now to who is a righteous man. Just give you some bullets here on who a righteous man is. The Bible testified that he did all or everything that the Lord commanded him. There is a special blessing for the man of God. Let's look at the special blessings for a righteous man or an overcomer, which I conclude with tonight. When we leave this place, we live a righteous life. When we leave this place tonight, we live the life of an overcomer. People that have, over, that have overcome greatly in God. That takes me to the book of Psalms. I just want us to go to some of these verses in the book of Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Special blessings for the righteous overcomers. You either be a righteous man or a wicked man. I read from verse 21, Psalm 37. The wicked borrow and do not repay. May that not be us in Jesus' name. But the righteous give generously. One of the characteristics of a righteous man. That they give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land. When you give generously, generously, you inherit the land. Because God will bless you. That is what happened to Noah towards the end of that chapter 8. After seeing all that God has done for him, he sacrificed, he built an altar, and with those things that God has used to bless him, he sacrificed them to the Lord. Are you tight in hand to give to the Lord? The Lord will lose you tonight in the name of Jesus. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. God blessed Noah and inherited the land. He was saved during the time of the flood. 
The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. I've read it to you previously that the, one of the characteristics of a righteous man is the one that delights in him, obeying his command. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. God did not say that a righteous man will not stumble, but when you stumble, what happens? You will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. Special blessings for the righteous man. I was young, verse 25. I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken. All their children begging for bread. Righteous man, God blesses a righteous man, they will never be forsaken. Neither will their children beg for bread. Amen. The only children that will not beg for bread are the children that want to follow the pattern of their father and mother. We have seen it in the life of Apostle Williams. The way he was raised in a Christian home. When he was in a foreign land like Daniel, Esther and the rest of that. The word of God did not depart from him. And we are all beneficiary of what God has done through a righteous man. So a righteous man thereby or therefore will never be forsaken. All their children beg for bread. I have a good news for us. Because we are following a righteous man, we will never beg for bread. I'm not hearing your amen. A righteous man that is teaching us the right thing to do, as long as we are doing it and we are following him, we will never beg for bread. They are always generous. And they learn freely. You can see this in the life of our Father in the Lord. Their children will be a blessing because we are following a righteous man. We also shall be blessed. Hallelujah. As long as we are following him, we shall be blessed. Verse 29. For the Lord Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful one. God loves a just man, which is a righteous man, and will not forsake his faithfulness. May God make us faithful in the name of Jesus. 29 also says, yes, 28, for the Lord, yes, the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. How do we dwell in the land forever? When Jesus comes, we shall not be left behind. There is still a land that, we are, that, 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 that is glorious that we are going to stay with him forever, worshipping there. A righteous man hope in the Lord and keep his ways. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. Did that happen to Noah? Did that happen to Noah? I didn't hear your yes. The salvation, verse 39. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. So are you going through times and situations at this hour? As long as you continue to live a righteous life, God himself 
will be your stronghold in the time of trouble. Verse 40. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. I rest my case. I pray tonight that the Lord will help us to live the life of a righteous man. The Lord will help us to forsake the world because when Noah was pointed out among his own people, the world were living a careless lifestyle. But Noah refused and said, As for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. And he was rewarded for it. I pray tonight that the Lord will clothe us with dignity, will clothe us with grace, honor, wisdom, and understanding. And help us to live a righteous life. Let's have our head bowed and our eyes closed. We want to pray tonight. Lord, I want to live a life that would benefit myself, my family, and you, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, help me, O God, to live a life, a righteous life. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and begin to pray to God. Lord, help me to live a righteous life. Speak to God. Speak to God. Speak to God. Speak to God. Let's rise. Let's rise, please, and begin to speak to God. You want to tell the Lord that you want, I want to live a righteous life. As for me and my house, I want to live a righteous life that is pleasing to you in the name of Jesus. I want to reflect your glory, O God, anywhere I go in the name of Jesus. I want the peace of God, O oh God, to surround me wherever I go. I want to be an aroma of Christ that will take the good news everywhere. I want to be a righteous man so that I'll not be forsaken. Lift up your voice and begin to pray to God. A righteous man will not be forsaken, the Bible says. A righteous man, for a righteous man, God will be her refuge. He will be his fortress. He will be ever-present help. In time of trouble, Lord, help me to live a righteous life. The Bible said concerning Noah, Noah and his family. When it's mentioned in the Bible, said Noah, his son, Noah, his wife, Noah and his son-in-laws, they all entered the ark because they obeyed everything that God gave to them and commanded them. You want to speak up for the Lord tonight? Lord, help me to be obedient to your command. Help me to be obedient to your word tonight in the name of Jesus. Help me, O oh God, to be obedient to your command. Help me, O oh God, to be obedient to your command. Help me, O oh God, to do your will tonight, O oh God. Make me an overcomer. A righteous man will be seated with God in the heavenly places, far above principalities, far above power. We want to speak to God tonight. Make me righteous, O oh God. In my speech, in my attitudes, in my conduct, in everything that I do, oh God, I want to be a righteous man. I want to live a righteous life. I want my household to live a righteous life. Father, help me to be transparent to you. The righteous man we always hear from God, from God what he wants to do. When God was about to visit the earth at the time of Noah, God spoke to Noah. God spoke to Noah. You want to tell the Lord. Amos said, can two walk together except they agree? 
You want to say to God, I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. The Bible says when we walk with the Lord, the songwriter, in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. When we do his good will, he abides with us still. We only need to trust him and obey him. Lord, I want to walk a righteous walk with you. I want to trust you. I want to obey you. Let the saints of God begin to pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray that heaven shall be open. A righteous man will walk with him day and night. A righteous man will have enough to eat. A righteous man is blessed in their going out. In their coming in. Whatever a righteous man lays their hands to do, they prosper. A righteous man prosper. Lord, I want to be a right, I want to be righteous. I want to live a righteous life. The Bible said in the midst of a corrupt world, in the midst of a violent world like we are in today, God chose Noah. I want to be the Noah of my day. That I'll be able to instruct my family in a godly way. So that we can live a holy life in the name of Jesus. He's not only coming for overcomers meeting, but he's doing the will of the Lord. At this time, I will be calling some people and I want you to prepare. I want you to prepare. I want to see the people that are praying. I want to see the people that are praying and I'm calling you. I want you to prepare to lead, to, to pray tonight for, the, to, for God to make us to be righteous. I want to see the people that are genuinely praying. I'm going to call children. I'm going to call adults. I'm going to call mid-age. If you are praying, I'm going to call you to pray tonight. God is looking for righteous people, people that are sanctified. People that have not used their body to do wrong things. God is calling you tonight. God is cleansing us tonight. God is calling the righteous tonight. I want Pastor David to begin to prepare. I want Pastor David to begin to prepare. God is calling righteous people tonight. Pastor, I prepare. God is calling righteous people tonight. God is calling righteous people tonight. People that are righteous that will take the flood to nations. People that are righteous that will take the flood to nations. God is calling you tonight. God is calling you tonight. There are people that will reflect His glory like never before. God is calling people that will reflect His glory. God is calling people that will reflect His glory. God is calling the righteous tonight. God is calling the righteous tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, make me righteous. Make my household righteous. Make my household righteous. Lord, we glorify your holy name. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. 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 Pray.